this week, we put on our pork pie hats, checkered suspenders, and we pick it up. So stay tuned. Welcome to On The Upbeat. I'm Matt. Hey, everybody. I'm RJ Phoenix, and you are about to hear one of the best podcasts about sky music and sky musicians that you've heard all week. Yes. What do you mean one of? No, it's the best. Matt, we had your bets. First of all, we had your bets. (laughs) Second of all, everybody loves an underdog. How many times do I have to tell you this? Oh, yeah. I'm currently wondering where my dog is. I kind of, I think he's behind. My dog's in the room. I know that. Um, but my dog is black. Our bed sheets are black. Um, I think it's he, he's under. Welcome to Dogcast, <laughs> where Matt talks about his dog. You think you think I take a, talk about my cats too much on this show? Uh, that 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 came out of nowhere. Sir. It did. It's just um, telling you what's <laughs> I, in my head. I bring up my. I have things organically. Like right now, the thing about Doctor Dinks is that he's adorable and small. So his name is Doctor Dinks. <laughs> but can't, oh, laughter! Look. Um, all right, we do have guests this week. We have Karen Roberts and Joe Hi. from uh, Hello. from Chase Long Beach. They're here to uh, debut a new song. Ooh, a new song. Um, and I don't know why that sounds spooky like a ghost. <laughs> no, it instantly reminded me of the um, the the little Martian people from Toy Story. When they look up at the the claw, oh yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah that's what it reminded me. Of. <laughs> so uh, yeah, um, Karen and Joe, how are how's life? How are things going? Good. Um, we're excited for the song to be released. Everything uh, has been ramping up to this. You know, I don't know what has it been twelve years, Joe. Something years? like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. we've been waiting a little while. Karen, I know you had a birthday recently. How was your birthday day, weekend, week, month? I don't know how you view it, your birthday. It, it did. She well, views it. I, she views it as a as a a two month event. Yeah. Same. Yeah. It, it used to be two months now, and then it went down to one month. But now I'm getting too old, and it's like one week. So <laughs> I, I definitely had like my week. And now it is over and I need to get back to real life. But it was awesome. I had a really great time and I'm just, uh, I just feel really blessed. I, I have a lot of people that um, I'm lucky enough that love me <laughs> in my life that I love back. Um, people put up with me. So I'll take it. Awesome. Uh, Joe, did you do anything exciting recently? Anything this past weekend? Um, well, this past weekend I was supposed to go camping actually. Mm. Um, but the camping trip got canceled. <laughs> and well, so our our trumpet player Tristan and our drummer Rod are still on the camping trip. No one knows if they're alive. We'll find out hopefully soon. Uh oh. <laughs> this uh this podcast may take a weird turn for <laughs> or or just be sad to put out later. A beat evidence of that true friend documentary one day. <laughs> Oh man, I can't wait! My future YouTube comments. <laughs> That's funny. That's no, but but I but I bought I bought like thirty beers and a bunch of steak to take up there, um, and then it didn't happen. So instead, I had thirty beers and a bunch of steak to myself mm. and Karen's brother. <laughs> well, I mean, I just live over in North Hollywood. Come on out! I got a grill. I got a cooler. Let's do this. <laughs> They're accounted for. Ah oh, man. 
<laughs> awesome, awesome. RJ, how how's uh, your week been? Haven't talked in a week. How's it going? I know because I. I... I had a skedaddle and I didn't, I was on last week. Oh, that's episode. true. You weren't, I, for, yeah. I forgot that you weren't here for two weeks. Wow. See, that's how memorable I am, apparently. <laughs> I was like, wow, that tells you how much Matt cares about you, RJ. I know. Matt, I know. I, it's, it's not news. Look, <laughs> look, we're lucky I remember to show up to this show every week. <laughs> um, to be quite honest, you, especially lately, I've been very busy. Um, uh, yes, yeah, so busy, busy is the the name of the game, um, because for the next six weeks, uh, I'm going to be very busy, like every weekend. Oh, so no. me and my wife had to do a lot of future proofing of stuff getting done around the house because we won't be able to be doing it for the next several weeks oh. uh, between weddings and birthdays and anniversaries. Uh, not all my own. Uh, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty crazy to be honest until about mid to late June. Uh, so so there's that. Uh, I I've been I I, I went back to uh, my 23 and the Sky Roots and I put out an hour long mixtape of uh, Sky covers of songs from the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtracks and uh, people seem to really like it and uh, that was just something I wanted to do for fun. I almost went crazy with it to make it sound like an authentic 80s mixtape with tape hiss and bad sound and it's gonna even get like clips of like songs to make it sound like they came off the radio and matt very wisely told me you might want to pull that <laughs> back buddy <laughs> i just said i i was just more like i think a clean listen is probably the better <laughs> optimal listen for and i was right because i listened to it and i loved it a bunch yeah, of new was... songs i hadn't heard before so yeah it was a great yeah. theme i so, gotta check that out i didn't yeah. know that. Uh, did Hooray for Our Side make that cut? Hell yeah. That's, that's the closing track because that's on uh, volume one and three. So, there you uh, go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was that was me like sweating it at one point. It's like, oh, I hope they pre-release the volume three so I can find some covers. So it's just not volume one and two songs. Uh, no, it was fun. So And that got like a good reception. So maybe I'd be doing these uh, longer little mixed things every once in a while since we put 23 to bed last February. Uh, other than that, oof, just work. A lot of work. Well, I was almost late to this podcast because my boss called me. <laughs> it is work time for me. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, I'm relatively healthy. So that's good. The wife is fine. The cats are fine. So everything's golden. Matt, how you doing, buddy? Well, uh, update on my dog. I did find. Oh, yeah. Where, where is that? <laughs> I did find my dog. It walked past and then went into the closet. By the way, the closet is where uh, its cage is. Though we don't really use it anymore because it ripped it apart, uh, but it does have bedding in there that sometimes it just lays down in in, in that. Yeah. Um, but but yes, found my dog, and uh, all. So this That's week, a highlight. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> this week, um, uh, this weekend I didn't really do anything too crazy. Uh, pretty much around the house all day, uh, all weekend, and ooh, I did watch Scream Six. And uh, I, I, I'm going to tell you that somebody murdered someone in that movie. What? And, and then, I'm out. <laughs> and then, spoilers, bro. Spoilers. And then they revealed the killer at the end. And it's usually who you think it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's Ghostface, right? It's Ghostface. Yes, yes. Yeah. I will say. The rapper? <laughs> yes. I will say that the, the opening to this one sort of proposed like an interesting take on the sort of at least what they had done in the past where you kind of like wait to the end to find out the killer. But then they like, 
they threw out what they kind of did that was a neat idea. Well, like, it's hard to say without saying it. But anyway, if you, have, uh, you see who the killer is at the beginning, but then that they kind of, like, circumvent that to just, like, this is the main killer. And then uh, the movie... Per- I the- hate that. And then the movie proceeds as normal. <laughs> you know, after that. I mean, it's- oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, was it cold open? Um, yeah, that's basically like the beginning of the movie. And then it shows this person, and then you kind of find out why they, why they did what they just did. And then it just... It's hard to... Yeah. They basically... They took a good idea, and then they just threw it out and said, nah... Because I think it would have been very interesting to go through the whole movie with that no, way of seeing the killer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I so don't know. You want what? What Matt really wants is a reboot of Columbo, where you know the killer at the beginning. Oh yes. Uh huh. <laughs> My and, mom would also love that, Matt. <laughs> I just really um, want to say, Ghostface, say one more thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. It was entertaining. Is any of those sequels could be if it's just as entertaining as all those. So if you like that style in that movie, then sure, you should watch it. But other than that, not so much going on. But you know what? We do have a lot of ska news to get to. So let's get to Say ska what? news. Rude girls and rude boys too. Grab your friends and listen to what we're telling you. Welcome to Ska News, uh, where we tell you about the latest releases and things happening in the Ska community. First up, we have a new album from The Big News. On May 5th, The Big News released their new album called Phoebe. The album features 11 fun ska punk tracks, and let's take a moment and listen to one of the tracks off that album called Tear the System Down. good song and uh i like the album so far i've been listening to um some of it and uh yeah i like it a lot so far what i've heard so yeah make sure you check out the big news and their new album phoebe yeah they're a fun band i saw when they came through hollywood uh pre-pandemic and it was on a monday night not much can get me down to uh (laughs) to uh, downtown los angeles but the big news did their quality act really check out the rest of that album Awesome. RJ, what do you got for us? Well, I got, so uh, the band Bim Scalabim, one uh, one of my favorites, one of those uh, bands that have been around since the 80s, early American ska band. Uh, They have a series of tribute albums coming out called Bim Bam Boom, the songs of 
Bim Scala Bim Volume 1. It just came out this last Friday. Uh, a true 90s ga cop fashion cover artwork by Evan Dorkin, the one and only, and his colored by his wonderful wife, Sarah Dreyer. Uh, it, it, you've seen this art all over if you were scoffing in the 90s when he picked up his like $5 comps. Anyway, it's a bunch of bands covering the songs of Bim Scala Bim. Pretty much, you know, what it says on the tin. And for this, uh, this little slice I wanted you to hear, uh, it's uh, our old friends, the Classy Rex, doing a cover of the song Set Me Up. Classy Rex song. It's pretty good. Oh uh, yeah, so it's, good. it's two bands coming together. Good band covering a good band. It is like a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. It's fantastic. <laughs> All right. Next up is Spring Heel Jack. Sort of speaking of a Bim Scala Bim cover, um, Spring Heel Jack released their version of uh, Digging a Hole uh, back on May 5th. And uh, so it's a cover of a Bim, Bim Scala Bim song i don't know if it's going to come out uh at least on the comp on the next i volume. don't think they would name the volume volume one if they didn't think there was going to be a volume two yeah. i think uh i think so hopefully this uh spring heel jack track will be uh on volume two or three or four however many they're gonna make yeah so uh here is how cool spring heel jack with their version of digging a hole that song good cover uh and i i don't know how long it's been since spring heel jack put out new music do you know rj uh they put out an uh, album a couple years ago okay um yeah yeah yeah. They put out a new album so it's not terribly um, long yeah for some reason i'm thinking 2017 but it could be 
earlier or later than that. Okay. All right. That's uh, so cool, though, that so many people want to cover Bim Scala Bim. Like, that you yeah. you can make an album like volume one with yeah. probably more. Like, I wish people <laughs> cared. Like, they would do our songs enough like that. But I guess we don't have enough to even do that, too. Well, yeah, it would just be one of our albums again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so it's funny story. RJ and I beforehand, we were setting up who's going to do what news story and stuff like that. And I was asking RJ, like, RJ basically told me Bim Scala Bim doesn't have music on Spotify. And I was like, yeah. yes, I do. And he's like, well, those are two of their 10 albums. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, really? They're, uh, I guess they only have like, what, 20 songs to choose from? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, no. Um, excited about that. Excited about all that. Speaking of things we are excited for here at uh, On The Upbeat, before we leave Ska News... Um, so, uh, for those of you who have been paying attention, uh, On The Upbeat is supporting a, uh, a ska music festival, but of course, even though RJ and I live on the West Coast and Gary lives on the East Coast, we're supporting a ska festival in the Midwest. Because uh, we all know where my heart is <laughs> and where I grew up and what I constantly talk about. It's all about the middle. Peoria. Yeah. Peoria. Peoria, Illinois. <laughs> yes. I don't say the real small town I'm from. I just say Peoria. <laughs> so, yes. So we are uh, supporting um, Scapleton? Scapleton? I don't know. Scapleton. How to... Scapleton. Yeah, it's Appleton, Wisconsin. Scapleton. So it's it's almost kind of the return of Scapleton. Yes. Uh, in the 90s, this was a big, big thing that people would put on in the 90s, early 2000s. And I never made it up there despite knowing several Wisconsin ska bands. Uh, and it only being like a four-hour drive. Uh, and yet, I never made it. And I always felt like I missed out. And now, I can relive that magic in my 40s by missing out again. <laughs> <laughs> so uh just like old times yeah <laughs> scapleton is being revived after a lengthy hiatus 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 um the long-running festival was yearly event at uh lawrence university in appleton wisconsin from the mid 90s to about 2006 it is featuring local wisconsin bands and national acts like flying raccoon suit joystick Mephiscopheles, uh, Courtesy of Tim, uh, I think Something to Do, I believe, is playing as well. Um, I'm pretty sure. Uh, so, yes. So, you can... Uh, there, it's kind of like a two-day event. Uh, the first day is uh, um, this Friday, which is... Oh, my goodness. I should have dates in front of me. Friday is the 12th, and uh, they're having a basically a little bit uh, like a pre-party, I guess you could say. A tailgate, maybe you might want to say. At, nice. Uh, 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 and that's free at uh, Dr. Jackal's in... Uh, um, gosh, there's so much information on this thing that I, my, mind, <laughs> my mind is... <laughs> um, but... Uh, Oh, you know what? The links for it will be in the show notes. Just <laughs> know there we go. And uh, and of course, you can get tickets. Tickets are thirty dollars in advance and thirty five dollars the day of the event on Saturday. And remember, Friday is free. So there's a bunch of cool ska bands playing in uh, Madison, Wisconsin, and um, 
Not Madison, Wisconsin. What am I saying? Appleton, Wisconsin. Yeah, Appleton. <laughs> I mean, Just Madison, Wisconsin is cool, too. But, uh. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, check it out. It sounds like a cool event. RJ and I would definitely be there if we wouldn't have to take a plane to get to it. Oh, if I still lived in the Midwest, I would. Yeah, I would be there. Awesome. And uh, um, Jeremy from Courtesy of Tim is going to be mad at me for that terrible, terrible promotion that I just did. <laughs> So, <laughs> look, Matt, you can only do so much reading on a podcast, right? Like, everybody's got to go look at the link and they can read themselves. No, right? you, look, you have to tell people information. They cannot, because I tell you <laughs> how many times I've been asked stuff about this show, and it's like, I say, it says there right there in the link. Just go to that. No, they don't go to it. No, just kidding. <laughs> I bet they don't. All right. I'm insulting the listener base. <laughs> Not all of the listeners, just that one person. Um, you know who you are. <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> um, all right. So we do have members from Chase Long Beach here, and uh, we're here to talk about Ska and all they have going on. But Joe, since this is your first time on the show, you have to answer the uh, question that everyone always answers when they come on the show the first time is, what is your ska music origin story? How did you get into ska music? Well, so this is an interesting question for me. So I used to go uh, to high school. When I went to my freshman and uh, sophomore year of high school, I went to St. John Bosco. Um, and at that time, Chase Long Beach was already a thing. Um, and I, you know... We'll go and watch them from time to time. Um, and at this point, I'd really only been into like, you know, basically what was on like Sublime, No Doubt, sure. the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater soundtrack, like pretty classic origin story, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I saw Chase Long Beach. I was friends with Jose the drummer, and I used to make fun of him for being in a ska band. <laughs> and that was, <laughs> that was my pretty much my ska band origin story. Uh and then kind of as high school went on, um, graduated, I got the opportunity to be in Chase Long Beach um, because I had, I had known them all. And it was like, oh, I'm in a ska band now. <laughs> <laughs> so you got and I, it. And I, and I wasn't even really that into ska. <laughs> so you so. got into ska music by becoming... By getting yeah, into ska. Yeah, so where's the truth? So then I got into ska music, and my favorite bands are... <laughs> that that turn never happened. Oh, sublime, um, sublime, no doubt. This is hey, Karen. Karen, we need to have a side chat about this. Tape. I'll send you a chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I technically no, I'm not sure about this it, Joe fella. It's I, fun. It's funny. It's uh, despite being in two ska bands currently, I am not the uh, the intended audience for this show. Is that weird? <laughs> It's a little weird, but I was forewarned. So uh, I, mean, oh, I wasn't. I am shocked and appalled. <laughs> we did that on purpose, RJ, because we needed some person to be the balance, like the base, and the other person to be the acid. You know, well, yeah, no, I, yeah, I should say like it's an interesting stance to take because I'm not saying I don't like ska music. You know what I mean? It's he just, just doesn't <laughs> like it. <laughs> he he does he he likes ska music. He doesn't like like ska music. <laughs> There you, there you go. go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, you kind of mentioned basically you just sort of 
randomly end up ended up in Chase Long Beach. But how did how maybe you know uh, was there a particular sort of situation that led you to being in Chase? How did you come to be in Chase, Joe? Um, yeah, well, I had gone to high school uh, with their bass player at the time and their drummer, and I had um, and also with Karen's brother uh, at the time. And basically, he's not my brother any longer. Right? Yeah, <laughs> it's a complicated story. Um, we all have family, but he. Uh, cool. <laughs> but yeah, they need, they needed a new uh, guitar player when. Basically, what, right when I right when I graduated high school, they needed a new guitar player, and they were also going on tour right away. And I was like, "Oh my god! Like, what what an amazing opportunity!" And it was just great from there on, basically. So you got into a ska band, and you weren't a huge ska fan, but you were in a <laughs> in a ska band that was already, for lack of a better way of saying it, having some amount of success by going on tour. I mean, well, did you, yeah. you weren't on that tour. See, that's what I was going to say. I was like, Joe was like, wow, it was so great. And I'm like, Joe, you remember that tour, right? No, I had fun. I'm not talking about the success side of things. Yeah, It was, yeah. it was, I mean, we traveled around in a crappy van and like slept all in one motel room and you no know. AC in the middle of summer, yeah. you know, all that fun stuff. Yeah. Like I most said, of the sh- most of the shows were for nobody. Yeah. Like I said, success. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, right. That is yeah. Success for a ska band. That is for a ska band. Yeah. You get to leave your hometown. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I would. I would That's kill true. for that life right now. I didn't say it was fun. I said it was <laughs> successful. Uh, <laughs> those things do not always go hand in hand. Um, all right. So now that you all are back as a band, because since 2012 or so, there have been some like small reunions that were just like you know, back in, before the pandemic, um, back in the old times, um, <laughs> uh, you all reunited for, uh, you know, sort of, uh, kind of, um, DPS's closing <laughs> or moving on from its original owner. Um, right. but that, but some of that stuff would just kind of like one off, but now you're kind of back back. How does that feel? What does it feel like, you know, you've kind of, uh, we're going to play a new song. You did a new song for uh, our holiday, last holiday comp. How does it feel yep. to be back as a working band? Um, I, I was like, oh, good. no, <laughs> let's go, let, let Joe go first. Oh, I mean, it feels great. Because um, when we we had gotten together for the D Piazza's thing, and then we didn't uh, play together or talk about doing anything for a while. Um, and then last April, that faded April Fool's Day, um, we got together and just had... We just had a really good time together. I think we we got together because there was like an argument over email between everybody that I won't get into the details of. But then like, we got together and we were just like, oh, like we're having so much fun. Like we're all like best friends. Like let's do something. It just like yeah. spontaneously happened basically. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, we had gotten together with the idea of, you know, having our 20th anniversary. And I don't think that like initially... Actually, two of the members who were like the two I would have least expected were like, we just miss playing music like as a band. And there were some differences that we had to overcome. But like Joe said, when we first got together, it was just like back in those good old days, you know, where we're all a family and we had been through so much together, 
you know, I'm, we did multiple tours and, and we just, we know each other, I think better than we know a lot of other people in our lives and being back in that room together, it was just this energy, you know, that you like missed that just like came back right away. And, uh, I know it was funny this morning. I was thinking, I was like, oh my God, we've been a band for a year again. That's so weird. It didn't even hit me like last month. Oh, wow. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Weird. There you go. Yeah. I did look up um, the last time, Karen, you were on the show, and it literally was, <laughs> well, in like a week or two, it'll be a year since you were last on. So it is oh. it is very interesting and timely. Um, but, you know, you guys have performed, you had your actual 20th anniversary, and you guys played uh, opening for the Mad Caddies. Um, mm-hmm. how, how have those shows been? How does it feel to actually play live in front of people again? Really good. It's been a lot of fun. And like the Mad Caddy show, you know, like our 20th anniversary show, we headlined. So like a lot of people were there for us. But the Mad Caddy show was like an entirely different experience because we were thrown on like super last minute. Like it was actually like really cool that we got added at all. They like made a spot for us. Mm, So we ended up opening the whole show. And it was really neat because there were, you know, there were people there who knew us. And then there were people who came up to us afterwards and were like, I've never heard of you guys before. And they were like so into it. And we were just like, oh, well, that's because we used to be, you know, a band a long time. And they were like, oh, my God, I can't believe I missed it. And I was like, no, no, you're back at the right time. You're here at the right time. Don't even worry about it. This is the ground floor. This is the ground floor you're in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You all recently also had a little bit of a battle to get your, your first record, you know, sort of back on Spotify. Oh, my God. Uh, On Spotify ever. Yeah. Yeah. How did, yeah. you know, I know, I know there was a lot of back and forth and stuff like that, but if you had to <laughs> boil it down, what would be, you know, what would be the short version of how that story came to be? Oh God, I think I blacked most of it out because it was such a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> no, ba- basically we just, we didn't have control of all of our, like, you know, all of our stuff and we had to get it back because a lot like, you know, the Spotify accounts and stuff like that had been owned by Victory Records. They're no more. And we had to track it down and figure out how to get it, you know, how to yeah. even get control of the stuff to put it up in the first place. <laughs> I, I do have to say that we have to give a lot of props to um, both our trumpet player, Tristan, who was the one who like made everything happen through Spotify. And then also our bassist, Patrick, who... Um, he actually worked for Warner music. So he had an in with the company that bought out victory. Mm-hmm. So he was able to get in touch with them and that, you know, it, it, it took a while, but we did. And we own our Spotify. <laughs> I mean, they just had it sitting in a drawer somewhere, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm sure. Was like, of, oh, this yeah. I'm sure it was one of those things like, look, you're not doing anything with it. Can you please let us have it? Oh, oh God. I mean, we had to send. They were so really many nice emails. too. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody was really helpful when we talked to a human. That was the thing. It was cutting through yeah. all of, you know, the, the robots to get to the humans. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's the worst. All right. So we are going to listen to uh, your newest song, uh, uh, Mammoth. And uh, what can you tell us about Mammoth? Okay, I want to say, so it's not, I'm going to say this up front, because it's not like a traditional ska song, um, but to our own, you know, uh, our own, um, oh gosh, what's the word I'm thinking of? Please explain yourself. 
<laughs> it wasn't Joe's idea. Um, no, so actually this song was written back, it started in 2010. So oh, this song yeah. was written a long time ago and never got finished. And that was why when we finally got back together, we were like, okay, what are we going to write? And the very first song, we were like, we need to finish Mammoth. Because they even named it. I mean, it was after I had left the band that they had written this song. And um, so this is actually like something really old that the band had been working with. And I want to say right now, before we piss anyone off, we're not not being a ska band anymore, but you're allowed to branch outside of it. You're allowed to take a, a wander around the park, you know? Sure, 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 Karen, sure. <laughs> RJ's just going to leave the room when the song plays. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I'm actually really excited to hear it. Um. But yeah, so uh, Joe, so this okay, so the song has been together or around for ten years. Is mm. that, right. Does right. that include lyrically, or was it mostly music? No. Yeah, we wrote. No, it, we we got together. Three of us got together. Wrote like a big chunk of it way back when, and when we got back together, we basically um, we wrote a new chorus for it because the old cor- like there was a lot of stuff that was changed um yeah. but mostly we added a new chorus and then karen came in with the vocals at towards mm-hmm. the end yeah and there was a lot of like fine tuning and um like horn stuff obviously added too and I, I have to say that i think that they probably changed the chorus mostly because i complicate everything with my vocal range <laughs> so they have to do things <laughs> to, to make it easier for this diva over here <sighs> <laughs> So uh, I would say that's working with someone and their instrument and their capability skills is something that should be sort of, you know, uh, worked with, you know, uh, tomato, tomato. <laughs> we'll think it, we'll think about it. Because yeah. <laughs> you're definitely not the first vocalist who have sort of expressed that like. Oh, uh, I had to make them change the key that the song was Oh, in. no. And it was it was never anything like that. No, they were all so good. Like, when we were writing it, especially when I, I had issues where I would get, like... Because that was the thing. I felt like there was so much pressure, at least... I know everybody in the band felt it at one point in time, but, like, I just... I get too much in my head. And, um, you know, this is the first song we've come out with in over a decade. So it was yeah. like, we want to make it as good as possible, you know? And then you start, like trying to perfect things too much and then you start driving yourself crazy and and they were all so supportive and being like karen it's okay calm down you know like (laughs) it's gonna be fine it sounds good you know all right so we're gonna take uh, a moment and world premiere the new song from chase long beach mammoth and then we'll come back and chat some more
Yay! I I think this song marks the official return of Chase Long Beach. I think having a new song out really, you know, kind of solidifies being... It counts for something. Yeah. Yeah. And and here's the thing. While, yes, technically there was no ska part, but I also... Can I I just interject? Yeah, go ahead. That was really freaking awesome. (laughs) <laughs> thank you so thank much you. <laughs> i really like that and and I, I do want to point out i really like that that auxiliary percussion kind of breakdown near the uh like middle end. oh yeah yeah, yeah oh, that awesome. was a lot of fun that was that was really really cool yeah so that was just um, a bunch of people you. with a bunch of people with sticks <laughs> that's just like claves <laughs> and other sort of sticks nice i like it i dug it i really dug it yes thank you and oh, wh- thanks so much so while it's maybe not you know there's no ska part really in it but i will say it's very much a chase long beach song so yeah um because yeah maybe none of the songs that um i don't mean to insult you by saying hits but i just mean <laughs> like your your most loved songs that people know you for generally have ska in them yeah and mm-hmm. i wouldn't take that as an insult saying that we have hits like that's super flattering <laughs> <laughs> but it's like I'm I'm offended. <laughs> uh, but like listening to all your albums and this song I think still fits within that vibe of totally sort of uh progressive sounding you know rock and roll um you know with horns and so I think yeah. and you know a jazzy influence into it too. So I think all those elements are on your other albums, I just think it stands out here more. So yeah, you know, absolutely, yeah, totally, yeah. So well, thank you. We appreciate that. That means that means a lot. You know, I mean, it's it's hard no matter what. Like coming out with a, a new song, you know. I mean, of course, we did the the cover, but that's that's sure. a cover, sure. You know, and but it's just you know, it's a very vulnerable position to be in when you haven't done it in so long and. You know, of course, you want to come at it and be like, well, all that matters is that we like it. But of course, secretly, you hope everybody <laughs> likes it, you know? <laughs> right, right. right. We, we try to push on thinking it's just for us and maybe the few people that like it. But yeah, you, of course, hope other people connect with it. And totally. Yeah, I definitely, you know, um, I think the lyrics are great. I think they're very Thank easily you. sort of uh, reflecting back on on things past in your youth and stuff mm. like that so i think us who people are over the, you know 30 <laughs> can look back and the, go, yeah <laughs> and sort of have that moment the I, majority of ska fans yeah. yes 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 <laughs> so congratulations love it so the song Thank officially you. hits streaming uh services this coming friday may 12th um correct so you can find it uh everywhere and anywhere I mean, I guess technically not anywhere, probably, but um, who knows? <laughs> who knows? But uh, <laughs> but thank you for letting us premiere it. We we're definitely excited yeah. to do that. It's very red. Um, oh my no gosh! Problem. Thanks of for playing it. Yeah, you guys have always done so much for us and helped support. You know, not only our band but the entire scene. And like we, we when we th- we just had a conversation, we were just like, yeah, like let's hit up on the upbeat and see if they want it because like. Anything we can do to like help you guys out with how much you've helped everybody else out, you know? Yeah. It's all about the community, man. It's true. Mm. Yeah. So speaking of the Scott community, um, you know, the band started in 2002. Um, 
you know, you released Gravity in 2009. Mm-hmm. Um, how does the ska scene, the ska scene in Orange County seem now compared to those early years? You know, does it, does it seem to function the same way or does it seem very different? Obviously, there are different bands and stuff like that, obviously. But, mm-hmm. Of course. But, you know, the vibe. Is is the vibe any different? Um, Joe, do you want to so. go first? Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't think the vibe is that different. I do think we're in a little bit, we're still kind of recovering a little bit from COVID and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. some, you know, and especially some of the venues that are gone, okay. um, I'm Side still thinking bar. about yeah. So I was gonna say R.I.P. Yeah. that was always fun. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I think I think it's still we're still on an up ramp from that that position. But yeah. right pre pre COVID compared to to the old days, it felt really similar. Like it's one of the really great things about the ska scene is you'll get people that come out to have fun, you know, regardless yeah. of the bands. Yeah, totally. Like they just know that there's a ska show going on, and it's you're just gonna go see all your friends. Like, that's more what it's about. And, you know, I feel like I agree with Joe that it's definitely the same vibe and same energy. It's still, you know, coming back from COVID. And I've been to a couple of shows since COVID where I was just like, and I just, you know, where it was like, all the people, it's here, it's happening again. But I feel like that's, it hasn't happened as much as it did before. And I think people are still ramping up to that because people are still getting back in their comfort levels of like how, you know, they want to go out and what they want to do. But um, I have to say, though, too, you know, from starting in 2002, when we all know Scott was very popular, um, <laughs> and then and then to now, it is incredible to see not only all of the fans that were fans back then still being fans and coming to shows, but there are so many new fans and people who are understanding Scott that never heard about it or like really just, I don't know, it's just, it, I feel like there's a lot more people and it's it's expanding um, not even just in Orange County, but across the world. Like, there's just so many bands everywhere. And I I don't know. It makes me really happy. Yeah. Agreed. I mean, I think one of the... I'll, I'll be honest. I think one of the biggest hits that the Orange County ska scene took was Pocket Entertainment stepping away. I know. I uh. know. I think that was, like... Because, obviously, venues are going to change and stuff like that. But if you don't have a really good promoter sort of or someone trying to mm-hmm. unify mm-hmm. and sort of put out. Cause I mean, I remember pre COVID, like there were, it felt like there were shows every two weeks or something like that. There was totally, always, there was always a show somewhere. Yeah. They, yeah, they were, were they were really Hollywood too. It was, it was amazing. Yeah. Which I know there's, there's a couple coming up now that the knitting factory is back open, you know, like there's stuff coming yeah, up in North is. Hollywood. We actually, um, we have a couple of shows coming up. We can't say anything yet, though, because they haven't been, or like we haven't been announced or whatever. But there's there's some good ska coming through town pretty soon, I can say, in the next few months. So, yeah, you know, just yeah. keep an eye out. So if you're playing North Hollywood, I will be there, because that is like <laughs> minutes from my house. I know I'm going to see Bite Me Bambi when they play in North Hollywood. I should be at that show. Sweet. Who That's the only oh, maybe on the next like four ska shows they have booked. That's the only yeah. maybe. The rest I'll definitely be there. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So um obviously, you know, it's kind of weird to go, hey, you just put out a new song. What else you got? But 
<laughs> but yeah. in general, might there be future songs? Is it at least in your head? What What does the near future hold for Chase Long Beach? Where as totally. far as songs go, we're in the in your in your head portion of it still. But we have a lot of ideas. It. Yeah, we're gonna do it. I'm just saying they haven't been born yet. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We did. We did have at one point, like that's, that's kind of like the benefit too of us not being a band for so long. Like everybody was still mostly creative during that time. Like they're still musicians, you know? So like Joe had a lot of, of samples of songs or like bits that could be a chorus or a verse or whatever. And, um, and then, you know, Drew had some stuff and I had like a song that I had written from another project that didn't come to fruition. And so we've all kind of shared this material with each other and we're like, okay, what can we make from this? You know? So I think that's the next step is we're really trying to focus on, like, we're going to play a couple shows here and there, but we really do want to get together and start writing and like seriously writing where it's not another 10 years that you get a song. Um, (laughs) we'll shoot for five this time. Yeah. Yeah. We'll cut it in half. Oh, good, good. We're excited. So, uh, 2028, next Chase Long Beach song. Oh, God, I'll be 40. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry. Um, there's nothing wrong with being over 40, I know. Roberts. I know. And you know what? It was one of those things, too. I remember when I turned 30 and I thought my world was ending. And then when I hit my 30s, I was like, this is awesome. And I know it's going to be the same thing when I hit 40s. I was like, this is going to be even better. Like every decade, you just get to care less about certain things. Exactly. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah. You're just like, you know what? I really don't care anymore. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. I don't need to bother about that. But then there's other yeah. things you're like, oh, I really should have paid attention to that. Then yeah, it balances. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, help me remember the story because I'm just going to tease it for our after show. Uh, mm. But remind me uh, to tell you a story uh, about your 30th birthday party. Um and, oh gosh! <laughs> and uh, well, that'll—that's a tease for later. If you're—if uh, you want to join our Patreon, um, okay. It's not so much about your party, but leading up to your party. Let's put it that way. Okay. So let's, okay. Let's oh, I'm curious. Talk, let's talk about that. All right. Okay. So, so before we head out, of course, we have ska picks of the week. Joe, why don't you tell us about your ska pick? Yeah. So, like, like um, I was outed for earlier. I don't like mainly listen to ska music, <laughs> but one thing I do listen to a lot of is reggae. Um, so I uh, chose a reggae song that I heard on a compilation a while ago. Um, and since I've listened to the album like a million times, it's Marcia Griffiths. Um, and I just love being the guitar player. There's some fun noodling going on with the guitar in this one. Um, there's a real like old school R&B almost flavor to her music especially like this song in this album and i love like the background vocals and the bass line just a cool song all right let's check out gypsy man Okay. 
song definitely has a nice groove and you can dance to it. So yeah, that's a good ska pick. Yeah, I like that. I like that. That's good. <laughs> I, I, I was, okay. I, I was okay. expecting it to be a little more ska and be like, Joe, come on, Joe, you like ska. <laughs> and then yeah, when we got to the chorus, it was kind of there, but not so much the, but yeah, no, still a very good, solid choice, Joe. Thank you. All right, Karen, why don't you tell us about your ska pick? Sure. Um, I picked Abrascadabra, You Shine Girl. Um, I found out about Abrascadabra. I mean, I'd heard their name for years. And actually, I think I had seen them at Sidebar like years ago, but I wasn't paying attention. I was like out wandering around. And um, <clears throat> I had the opportunity to see them last. You were there, Matt. I it's saw true. you. It's true. <laughs> In November at a program. And uh, because obviously they're from, um, oh my gosh, not Argentina. Brazil. Oh God, Brazil. Thank you. I'm just like, Ugh. <laughs> long day. They're from Brazil. So they don't get the opportunity to come to America very often. And um, the bassist had actually like friended me. He was a big Chase Long Beach fan. And then, so we had like started talking and he was like, oh, you know, I hope you can come out to the show. And then I started listening to their stuff. I ended up listening to their entire catalog in one day. Like, I just, and I can't, like, my boyfriend will be like, oh, put some music on. And I just go, you know, I'm going to play Abrascadabra. <laughs> like, I'm just like, you know, that this is going to happen. But they are the nicest guys. And I love, love, love their music. And this song I picked in particular because I, I just love the way it makes me feel. Like, not like he's singing about me, but I just feel like, yeah, you shine. Like, it's one of those songs where you, you feel like I can walk into the room and like, yeah, you know, I don't know. I just love it. Awesome. Let's check out uh, You Shine Girl by Abrascadabra. I know I'll go for sure. No need to ask me to. I hope you get what I have to say, girl. I'm searching for the light I've been missing. In yours, flash right to the same I too love uh, this band. That song is great. And they are so good. It's a uh, great yeah, song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So my ska pick is uh, the new single from The Odd Advantage. Uh, back on April 30th, I believe, they released a new song called Delusions of a Madman. And uh, we're going to check out a clip right here. Yes, good song. <laughs> to react. Oh. It's time to pack your bags up, get off of your ass. Cause it's time to go. They 
say that Donald Trump is a good man. They say that Joe Biden is a good man. They say that Vlad Putin is a good man. And if you don't believe him, give him a It's a new so- new song. Love it. It's got a kind of a swing vibe to it. Very bouncy. Yeah, I love that song. When I heard it come out, I, w- I was like, oh, this is great. Yeah. So, all right, RJ, why don't you tell us about your ska pick? Well, so every May 6th, me and my silly little friends do a thing we like to call Johnny Sacco Day, where even though we're not all near each other, we all pull out our Johnny Sacco albums and we uh, give them a good listen through. Um, I saw your post about yeah. that. That was cute. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I decided to pick a Johnny Sacco song I don't think I've played on the show before. It's I did I'm... have to double check just to be <laughs> sure. I did... Because, you know, we put it in the, you know, uh, yeah, Ska that's, favorites. That's, I did have to double check. That's a fair checking because uh, I play a lot of soccer, a lot of ME330. Uh, but, yeah, I don't think I've played that song. It's it's the song that a lot of people know. Um, and I always forget that it kind of, like, left even the Ska atmosphere. Like, it kind of caught on outside of uh, the Ska punk nerds, at least uh, around late 90s uh, the name of the song is uh, Hasselhoff and it's all about those days when you're feeling down and you just feel feel a little bit like Dave Hasselhoff alright let's check it out song does make me feel like david hasselhoff um, every day <laughs> <laughs> there's so much fun ah that's that song that band never say enough good things about them. So, so so check out coolidge support the Sacco boys in their new act awesome well unfortunately we have come to the end of another regular on the upbeat uh episode uh so of course i want to say thank you to joe and karen for joining us this week Thank you for having thanks. us. Yeah, thanks for having us. This was awesome. And uh, for those of you uh, who are Patreons, you get to hear more from Joe and Karen. Uh, if you want to hear more from Joe and Karen and Art, if you'd Arnold, like to, I think you should. You Joe can and Karen are pretty rad. You can join our Patreon at Patreon.com/slash On the Upbeat Ska. But we do have to go. So thank you for listening. And until next time, keep listening to Ska. You've been listening to On The Upbeat. Be sure to hit that subscribe button so you get all the new episodes as soon as they're available. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at On The Upbeat Ska. Follow our Spotify playlist, Ska Favorites, 
It features all the songs heard on the show. Please consider joining our Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash ska to sign up today. And thank you for supporting On The Upbeat. I know this is like way down the list of bad stuff, but he's also really into ska. The kind of music. Yes, fishbone, mustard plug, voodoo glow ska. Fucking hate that shit. I'm so sorry, Caitlin. I'm so Mark. I am. So, I'm so sorry. Okay. Is that the one that's 99% horns? Yeah, see, that's what I was no, thinking. No, that's a huge oversimplification of Scott's innovative contribution to music. Oh my God, who am I? <laughs> I'm Scott. I'm Scott here. Later, skaters.